Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. For the last two days, we've been talking about the concept of alienation and how to escape the insidious traps that society has set for us to feel more isolated and alienated. And one of the things I think can be really valuable is to embrace the feeling of a lighthouse instead of a floater. (laughs) And I guess what I mean by that is to get the empowerment and the confidence of a lighthouse and recognize that you don't have to wait for someone else to save you. You need to take initiative and create your own opportunities of connection. Join clubs, volunteer, attend workshops, or simply strike up deeper conversations with people who reach out to you. Remember, everyone is facing something in their life, and most people just want to feel seen and heard and valued. You can be that beacon of light, that open door, that friendly face that is able to invite other people in when they most need it. And by planting those seeds, and remember you are cultivating a garden, you don't have to focus so much about cultivating your feed. Because social media can be a great tool, but it is a double-edged sword. Like I said yesterday, it masquerades as real social connection, when in reality, most of the time, it actually makes us feel further disconnected from the world around us. Not always, but if you find yourself feeling more disconnected or lesser than as you scroll, try to prioritize nurturing real-life relationships alongside your online ones. By prioritizing face-to-face interactions or phone calls and quality time with loved ones, it can serve as a reminder that genuine connection can thrive on shared experiences, not just likes and comments. 
But I think the most crucial thing to remember is that you are never alone on this iceberg, right? Feeling alienated is a common human experience. And like I said yesterday, it is by design that we feel this way. Our current society is rigged to make us feel isolated so that we can spend more on things to make us feel less isolated. But there are resources and communities out there to support you on this journey of making deeper connections, more authentic collective experiences with people who are the right fit. Try a mutual aid. And remember, and working within your community to offer support, because oftentimes the thing that makes me feel the most empowered is taking a little bit of action. And at the end of the day, we are all in this together, whether it feels like that or not. There's an article I'm sharing from Politico, but it's about a book called Bowling Alone, written by Robert Putnam, published in 2000, which addressed issues related to the third place, but without using the term third place. But the focus of the book is how there was a decline in civic organizations. And since he published that book, he's been exploring deeper causes of America's social and political disintegration. After decades of studying these problems, he's becoming more convinced that the current crisis of social trust can't be explained solely by political or economic factors. And he instead argues that it's related to social morality. He says it sounds really mushy and he didn't always believe it, but the data and the history have convinced him that the leading indicator for societal change is a sense of morality. We need a moral reawakening of America, he says. That's upstream from political choices. And it actually makes him hopeful because the David Hoggs and the Greta Thunbergs are going to change the world. Now, this article is a whole interview with Putnam, but the final quote of the whole thing is the one I want to include. He says that hopeful and optimistic are thought to be synonyms, but he wants to invoke the thoughts of the foremost Jewish moral philosopher of the 21st century, Jonathan Sachs, who distinguished between hope and optimism. Optimism, he said, is a passive virtue. Optimism says, I'm sitting here looking out at the world and believing that things will get better. Hope, though, he said, is an active virtue because hope means I can see how things could change and I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. And I do find that distinction to be powerful because hope does empower and provide us with the reality that we are involved in the changing of the future and the tides of potential social change. We often think that heroes are some special breed of person, when in fact they are you and me, but they were brave enough to do, regardless of criticism, of outcry, of pushback, of anger, of resistance. They decided that they had some sense of control in that corner of control that they could garner. They took and they did something with it. Even if it didn't always work out for them, they had a mission. And as someone who felt like I lacked a mission for a lot of my life, as I discuss the concept of the third place and community and the concept of the collective, the interconnectedness of it all becomes so much more obvious. And I realized that if we had a sense of community and collective to work with, establishing meaning would never be a challenge for any of us. The joy of participation and what the collective needs as an organic need would provide meaning enough. That would become the focus. But because it's an amorphous thing and ever-changing with our needs and the situations that arise, it sounds scarier and it's harder to sell. But I promise you, if you start getting involved in community and collective efforts and you've ever felt like you're lacking in passion, 
finding a connection with community might be the quickest way to bridge your gap back to that sense of passion you feel lacking in. I just can't help but to think that they're so interconnected and that hope versus optimism must be active because it means we get involved and we prove to ourselves and the community and the world at large that everything matters because it's all connected. And by reprioritizing and recentering the community, it all gets easier because the central pillar is built on a very strong foundation, even if the storms that pillar has to weather change. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I think I'm done ranting about alienation for now, but if you have any thoughts, please reach out. In the meantime, take care of yourself, drink some water, call a friend, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. 